0: Welcome Northeast Conference fans to the latest NEC Now podcast on the NEC Overtime Pod. Today I am joined by Merrimack College ice hockey defenseman Zach Finnell for a discussion on indigenous culture.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Okay so we'll start with like a pretty easy one. Um, why did you choose to attend Merrimack to continue your athletic and academic careers coming from Canada?
1: So the junior team I played for in uh, Canada, uh, Camrose, Alberta, um, they've had a lot of uh, Former players come and play at Merrimack, so uh, that had a, a big part in it, and um, I just uh, heard a lot of great things, and then uh, when I came on my visit, it um, just seemed like a good fit. It was kind of a rebuild year, um, bringing in a lot of freshmen uh, for my class, but um, it just seemed like the coaches uh, had great great ideas in, in mind, so um, that's why I chose it here, and, and it's small and it's close to the city, so it's uh, best of both worlds.
0: So you're a member of the First Nations in Alberta. Can you tell our listeners about what this means kind of generally but also to you personally?
1: Yeah so generally um, where I live um, uh, reservations is um, pretty known in, in Canadian culture. Um, indigenous people um, are are really known not necessarily for the right reasons but um, just because of history and, and what's happened over the years but uh in Alberta, uh, specifically, um, a lot of cities, towns are surrounded by reservations. And um, I kind of fell into my culture later on in my life. Um, I wasn't, so I wasn't aware of um, the Indigenous background that I had until I was about 15 years old. And it wasn't until one of my teammates, um, Trigby Many Guns is his name, um, actually uh, reached out and was like, hey, like, do you have any indigenous background? Like, we're like, there's a lot of uh, indigenous hockey tournaments that go on throughout the summer and like national teams and whatnot. And I, I had known about my grandpa having um, uh indigenous background. And so I looked into it and I actually did. So I had got my um, Métis card. And then um, from there, it's kind of uh, just evolved and I've um, grew into the culture and uh, realized how great it is and it, it really does mean a lot to me.
0: Yeah so earlier in your answer you kind of mentioned that the perception is not always the best or there's some sort of just kind of misconceptions. Um, what exactly did you mean by that?
1: Well just the stereotypes that surround um, First Nations, Indigenous uh, people isn't always the best and outsiders don't know the true story behind um or don't know the true story and history of why these people are living on reserves and um kind of are separated from the norm of society so um people stereotype these um these groups and it's it's sad to see but it's something that's still ongoing in canada and Um, But once you're um, integrated into the culture and realize what it's really about, then that's when you start to realize how great it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's like one of the big reasons we're trying to do these conversations and provide educational resources because there is so much misinformation or just lack of education or colonization of current education. So again, like I really appreciate you being on to talk about this. And so you mentioned that you know, you didn't really know a lot about your background until you were about 15. Did your, like, Indigenous identity play any sort of role in your upbringing? Maybe, like, with your grandfather or
1: really whatever? Uh, No, no, it it didn't, um, which is kind of sad, and I wish it did. Um, I think my grandfather um, was ashamed in a way because he was never, like, brought up to um, appreciate his culture and... um, So once I um, like found out about this, um, I mean, I was all for it and I wanted to learn more and um, do my best to understand the culture and um, really not label anyone for what people may perceive them as to be. But um, yeah, so.
0: So you mentioned again earlier about competing in specific tournaments for Indigenous people. So I saw in 2015, right. you competed in the National Aboriginal Hockey Championships, which is a tournament open to Indigenous men and women under the age of 18. What was that experience like for you?
1: So that was uh, that was my first experience mm-hmm. with um, Indigenous hockey. So uh, it was... Um, I just finished my midget triple A season in Canada, and I flew from that tournament that was in Quebec to Nova Scotia um, where the tournament was held. And so there was like a, a little tryout for this team and it's uh, each province in Canada put together a team of indigenous hockey players and then they compete on the national stage. Um, and yeah, it was great. Um, went to that tournament. And we finished uh second so we got a silver medal there and it, it, i didn't realize how big of a deal like this tournament actually was until i was there like opening ceremonies closing ceremonies like everything going on so it's pretty special and then uh after that um it's more just um summer tournaments and uh after like everyone's regular seasons are done uh certain um reservations bands they put teams together and then uh, they compete in little tournaments across Canada. So uh, those are pretty awesome because it's just, um, it's uh, in, an environment that is filled with indigenous culture. And it's um, a way that, that these, um, that these communities can um, get away from whatever's going on in their life and they can all come together and, you know, just enjoy some hockey and watch high level hockey. Cause there's lots of great hockey players that play in these tournaments. Like, um i've played against uh dwight king um i know ethan bear has been at these tournaments um uh guys like that and i know carrie price is pretty involved in in the whole uh tournament aspect so yeah it's pretty great to um be involved in these tournaments it's a lot of fun and they're they're highly competitive too which people probably might not um think but yeah there's usually a lot on the line for uh reservations and um bands and um a lot of bragging rights so
0: yeah and i mean you mentioned all those great players that compete at um the tournaments but i think you forgot to mention yourself i mean you left your your junior team being the franchise's all-time leading scorer by a defenseman that's really <laughs> awesome uh, just Thank figured out. I, i'd plug you um
1: thanks thanks for the plug <laughs>
0: like did you find that the relationships you know between your teammates or even the fans and the people in these um tournament communities was different than you know your regular hockey team or you know your junior team or even
1: now your college team um I definitely say that I've played on like for these tournaments I don't play on the same team all the time so it's, it's sometimes it's um I'm playing with a lot of different players and right away they they accept you and they don't um hold back from um integrating you into the group and like making you feel welcome so that's one thing i've definitely noticed and it's pretty special and just the overall um uh togetherness that each um team or like each tournament even provides it's it's pretty great
0: yeah it's awesome that's really great to hear And so, I mean, clearly you started playing hockey before you became more in touch with your indigenous background, but similar to lacrosse, ice hockey has roots in games played by First Nations people in Canada. Now that you kind of know more about your own background and are obviously super involved in your sport, has this had any effect on the way you approach the game?
1: Um, I definitely have looked at it where I want to give back more, especially just being around like I've talked about these tournaments, you see, um, these people, they don't come from necessarily the best places. And the more you can give back, um, I feel like that's what I feel like I should be doing, especially not knowing so much about the culture, um, early on in my life. And I feel like, uh, that's definitely one thing that I've taken away from it is, um, that I want to keep within the game of hockey is being able to give back I don't know necessarily how that could um affect me like currently while I'm playing but um yeah that's definitely one thing just to give back to communities and be able to you know help certain kids who may not have the opportunity to or, or might not think they have the opportunity to um make it far in hockey if that's what they dream but um give them that opportunity to uh, feel like they can
0: just stepping, you know, kind of back from hockey itself, um, how can we, like, both your peers and advisors be better allies to the Indigenous community, in your opinion? You know, there's no right or wrong answer.
1: Um, just to be informed and Mm -hmm. not, uh, jump to conclusions. Um, I mean, I feel like in the United States, especially, um, Native American culture isn't really something that's highlighted compared to other, um, Uh, races and cultures um, compared to Canada, where we really um, learn about in school, the the, um, importance of what these groups of people have been through. And it's a part of our history, but we're here now learning about it to make change and move forward where I feel like in the the US, um, it's not really something that's necessarily like known um especially like talking with my peers like it's just like i I don't really know anyone that is really good friends or knows someone that is indigenous so if you can just inform yourself on on their situations and why they are the way they are um and look into the history of it because it's not their fault where they are right now so um if you could um you know take the time and just look Look into that and um, educate yourself and really realize why um, Native Americans are, are the way they are.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned the difference between America and Canada in like doing a lot of research for this and trying to find resources for, you know, NEC fans. Every time I search, you know, like Indigenous history, anything like that, it's all Canadian resources. Like, it's mm-hmm. the mountain I have to dig to find you know, any kind of firsthand accounts or actual educational resources that aren't super colonized. I I I have to look so hard and especially to find anything before 1776 and just like in my own public school, like education, you know, K through 12. I just like, I look back and like, wow, that's what they taught us. And that's just not right. And how we have to really actively kind of work to learn more. It's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it is crazy. Like, I, I noticed like like even in history, mm-hmm. like class, like compared to Canada here and there, like the only time like history in Canada, they like really um, like um, highlight like what's gone wrong in the country mm-hmm. was where compared to the US, it's kind of the opposite. It's just like how great, like, you know, we conquered this land, like we're not yeah. going to highlight like what we did to get there. You know what I mean? So, and like the only, and, and there's a class that I took last year, which was great, that like touched on um, Asian Americans, um, African Americans, Native Americans was a, a social justice class. And it really, um, it's not a hit, like, it's kind of like a his it should be a history class, but um, it was, it was something that was really informative for the class. And it was, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're definitely right. Just more education would be so important and so just helpful
1: in. And- uh, yeah,
0: I just like, again, thinking about my class, it's like, okay, Columbus came, then it was Thanksgiving, and everything was fine after that. And then Yeah,
1: still. exactly.
0: Not it, not it. But yeah, no. I mean, thank you so much for being on today. That's really all I have for you for today. But I do appreciate it. And I think these conversations are important and just your own experiences. I really appreciate you being able to share that with us.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. Um, throughout the month of November, the NEC will be providing resources to our fans to access accurate education on Indigenous history. Please follow our Instagram and Twitter accounts at NEC Sports to learn more. That was Merrimack's Zach Finnell, and this has been NEC Now.